You are listening to the Kairos Des Moines podcast. In the town of Stockport, England, one resident took it upon themselves at the beginning of lockdown to entertain their crowded residential neighborhood. Their balcony faced many of the apartment buildings surrounding it, and this particular person dressed and posed two giant teddy bears every day to give their fellow quarantine neighbors something fun to see. Ted and Ed have been seen mowing, camping, and even enjoying a spa day. And their antics even spawned their own Instagram account, and they became something of local celebrities. The truth is, we all have ways of coping with stress. Even though many of the behaviors and mechanisms have come to light during this season of quarantine related to COVID-19, coping mechanisms have been a major part of everyday life for a long time. These behaviors can look like anything and can be response to any type of stress. Nail biting is a physical distraction from something that makes someone nervous. Some people work out as another physical distraction when they're feeling anxious. For others of us, eating a particular snack is another self-soothing technique to distract from any discomfort that we might be feeling. Maybe that's you, or you power through an entire season of Netflix show in a day as you seek to check out of your brain and your body and whatever your current situation might be. There are plenty of ways that we can cope with any amount of stressors, and people have been doing so way before they created Doritos, which happened to be one of my favorite ways to cope. In fact, many of the mistakes that people make are in response to their effort to avoid feeling bad or dealing with something in their lives. The pages of history and the Bible are full of people making poor decisions for a myriad of coping-related reasons, and even though they lived in a very different time, place, and culture than us, we might be able to see ourselves and their choices as well. The book of Exodus, when the Israelites are escaping from slavery in Egypt before they cross the Red Sea, there's this moment where the Bible says that they looked up and saw Pharaoh and the Egyptian soldiers pursuing them. They cried out to Moses, why did you take us out of slavery? Then they basically wished that they could go back to being oppressed. Now that might sound crazy, but that's what we do too. One way to cope when feeling overwhelmed is to backpedal. We use old familiar situations, relationships, habits, even bad ones, withdrawing into anything that feels familiar, even pain, to avoid our discomfort for not knowing or feeling groundless. Another example is in the Gospels when the Pharisees, these teachers of Jewish law, are threatened by Jesus' teachings because they're unfamiliar. They threaten the cultural authority that those teachers have. And instead of asking questions and growing and learning, they fall back on condemnation. We can do that when we feel threatened too. Instead of seeking to understand, knowing the security that comes from the God that made us and the Jesus that saves us, we can get aggressive because it makes us feel like we're in control when we don't actually have the control that we wish that we had. Even Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, wrote to the church in Rome saying that he falls into old habits when he wishes he could avoid them while lamenting at the same time his failure to do what's right. 
If that's not familiar, I want to know your secret. I mention all of this because I want you to know that you're not alone. Even though we all cope with stress differently, we all struggle because that's what it means to be human. But being mindful of those things that we do, being present in our feelings, even the negative ones, knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us, can help us to follow Jesus into the full life that we're meant for. Our challenge is to be mindful of why we do the things that we do. If we reflect on stress, on loneliness or uncertainty that puts us off center, where do we run? What activities do you run to? Who do you run to? And how is that informing who you are and who you're becoming in the world? Because redirecting those negative coping mechanisms to more positive ones, turning to prayer, texting a small group when you're struggling, finding creative outlets, these will help us to channel our energy into ways to bring the kingdom to the world. What's one step this week, just one small one, to lead you away from your coping mechanisms and closer to addressing your issues, growing personally, and becoming more like the person God created you to be? Take that one small step this week, that one small practical step to redirect that stress to the God that loves you. Because it'll be worth it. Take heart, friends. Grace and peace. And go be good to each other. <laughs>